0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. So I watch a lot of financial media. Like an 18-year-old boy watches the NFL. I bet you thought I was going somewhere else with that. In financial media recently, I've seen a lot of Ken Fisher. I don't know if he needs a new boat or something, but he's getting out there a lot. Anytime I see him, it just reminds me of Halloween. He's a scary-looking dude. He's a billionaire who once called me because I called out his sales staff on air. I said, basically, I once went to a holiday party. And his people were... He flew in his some sales agents from around the country. And, you know, he gave them the corporate credit card, go have fun. I kind of got stuck in an area close to them. And I just found them to be the... I hate using the word douche, but you they know what I'm yourself. saying? The guys who wear white pants all year round, the guys who try to look like Pitbull, the guys who high five each other at football games who aren't players, the guys who wear jerseys at NFL games, you know who they are. The guys who live vicariously through other people's actions, the guys who have their initials monogrammed on their shirt in case they forget their name. So anyway, um, I went to an event. I just I heard them basically talk about not scamming people, but how dumb people are at investing. And if you ever you know, Google Ken Fisher negatives, you'll see that there's been some arbitration. That's the bad thing about this industry is a lot of times when you sign relationship contracts, you, you sign something that says you're not going to sue me ever. If the stock market crashes or I give bad advice or something doesn't work out, you're not going to sue me. We're going to get arbitration that sucks cuz i think it i think if you were able to sue people it would weed out a lot of bad apples so ken fisher called me cuz i said something about you know his sales force and i i've met two billionaires in the world of business and he's one of them i'd love to meet warren buffett i don't i don't have that kind of scratch though but man i would love to meet him So, Fisher says, I hear you said something bad about my people. What's up? He started whispering at me, and I'm like, I'm freaking out of my mind. I mean, he's a billionaire. In theory, he could probably pay someone to kill me, put me in a bathtub and melt me. Like, I don't like that. That scares me. But I said what I said, so I stood up to it. And I I said, you know, I'm in the industry, you're in the industry, you know, maybe we're not on the same page, but... Your sales force is something that I don't have any respect for because I see how they talk about the customers. It's like, stop talking about my sales force on air. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. So that's a true story. But every time I see him on TV right now, I'm like, he's scary. But now it's not because he's a billionaire. It's because he's got something weird going on with his Adam's apple. I know you're saying, are you picking on someone? Are you Adam apple shaming someone? Maybe um what was that all about i have no clue roku best known for its video streaming hardware um i'm using roku um i think it's a great way for me to you know tie together all my subscriptions to like hbos and such it's the data that the company collects from me that doesn't have me squared it just I, i see where the company's going they've got 22 million registered users They know my age, they know my income, they know where I live, they know what I subscribe to, they know what I watch. They're going to be able to go to advertisers soon. They launched something in September 2017 that no one really knows about called the Roku channel. It offers movies, TV shows, and um, news feeds from TV and digital programmers. It's the fifth most popular app on the platform in terms of reach. So Roku said it had 22 million registered users. Though the Roku channel is also available online and on iOS and Android devices. So you look at them as a hardware company. And you're like, well, they're going to end up. That's going to end up badly because everything's going to be built into TVs, including their technology. And when you get to 22 million people, suddenly advertisers are starting to pay attention because the Super Bowl is what 100 million people tonight on NBC. What will they get? 3 million, 2 million, million and a half? Depends on what show it is. So when you get 22 million people, it's pretty cool. So Roku has this simple, simple channel. They're not showing you the cutting-edge movies. They may be showing you, like, Spider-Man. You're like, Spider-Man's awesome! But it's the 1978 TV show Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever Spider-Can, spins web, fights crime, I don't know the next line. There goes Spider-Man! Right? So... They get stuff that they don't have to pay a lot of money for, and they put a little advertising in front of it, and boom, everyone's happy. The people who gave them the content for almost no money get something, and they get something. So there's expanding its ad revenue to surpass the amount of money it makes from device sales this year. That's pretty impressive. So is it an advertising company, or is it a hardware company? You get Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu who have a stranglehold on subscription side of the uh, media industry who has got a shot at becoming one of the biggest players in an ad supported streaming video. Where, you know, something dawned on me the other day. I know you're saying, man, you're incredibly stupid. That took you a long time to come up with. I've been watching The House on Haunted Hell. I think that's the name on it. Um, Or what? The House on Jonah Hell. Maybe that's what it is. Um, Jonah Hell's everywhere these days, right? Holy mackerel. There's an R rated joke about being on top of Jonah Hell, but. I'm not going there, because this is a clean family adult show. Behave yourself. I haven't been to my manager's office to be written up in a while. And you know how bad it is when you're over 40 years old and you have to be written up because you said something PG-13? That is not appropriate behavior, okay? So I was watching Netflix, and I was watching House on Hunted Hill, and it dawned on me, like, hey, there's no commercials. I'm like, it's so nice not to have commercials. And a friend of mine, a couple years ago... Uh, he had a kid, and I didn't have any kids or anything like that. I mean, he goes, I, I, was, I was curious. I was like, what, what's the big thing about, you know, what's the, what's the worst part about being a dad? And he goes, well, I can't watch Sports Center anymore. I'm like, what? You can't watch Sports Center?" And uh, he goes, yeah, the commercials are just so violent. My wife freaks out if the, one of the kids are in the room with me. I'm like, got it. So losing commercials is actually something societally speaking. It has a big ramification. But Roku Channel is trying to prioritize the Roku Channel going forward because Roku wants full control over ad sales. Uh, Roku gets cut of the advertising inventory from the video programmers. More than a year ago, the Roku Channel was drawing advertiser interest. Roku's channel can collect $40 CPMs based on what's been recently paid to run ads for free-to-watch channels. So companies like Hulu, everyone's looking at this. And Netflix, at some point in time, they have data on all of us, right? What we're watching. If you're watching a horror movie, maybe there's a commercial at the end of the show for the next big horror movie in theaters. Or if you're watching a lot of action shows, maybe there's a commercial for the next Avengers movie. I heard they all die. That's what I've heard. That, yeah, they all die. So... Or they all go to a planet and become very lonely people who brood. Why do superheroes brood? If I had superhero powers, I wouldn't be brooding. I guess I do have superhero powers. I'm Superman. I can fly. I can save the world. I can't be hit with bullets. I don't age. Well, maybe I do age. But long story short, he had an older dad. Why does he brood? Go be Superman. It's not like you're below average, man. That's when you brood. Anyway, big event coming up in San Jose at the Rotary Center. You can sign up for it by going to Rob Black show, November 17th. It's a Saturday. Use code RADIO25 to get it for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And- Night Replay at 7. Welcome in. Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Weed stocks are rallying after Michigan legalized marijuana for recreational use. There's still a lot of states to go, and that means there's still a lot of potential, how shall we say, upside numbers on marijuana stocks. So every state that, that turns... It suddenly brings more and more people. And the next big one will eventually be New York. And you'll see companies like Aurora, Cannabis, Afria, Canopy Growth, Kronos, Tilray, all move higher as more and more states put on the ballot whether to legalize recreational or medicinal marijuana. It's no longer just a West Coast kind of story. It's starting to creep. So that's one of the things that came out of the election, right? How about something else that came out of the election? Well, gridlock. Welcome to gridlock. Stock traders are cheering, and we don't seem to have a lot to worry about at this point in time. Um, as far as the elections go, they're now put in place, right? Global markets were mixed today. Chinese stocks suffered with worries that the result would lead President Donald Trump to double down on his trade war, which could lead to a global recession. You don't want to want you don't want one of the big economic players to, uh, how shall we say, scramble. When casually, the results was the dollar, which fell. The Mexican peso rallying. A lot going on out there, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, Gridlock in Washington is good for stocks. It may be wonderful for tech. So you're starting to see shares of companies like Google respond. Um, But again, I think going after a Google is both a Democrat and Republican thing to do. Unless Republicans start going back to more Republican agenda kind of things. And well, you get the idea, right? Democrats captured the House control as Republicans hold the Senate. But more importantly, and since Wall Street looks to the future, a lot of governors went Democrat uh, in states that Trump carried in his 2016 election. And governors get to kind of zone voting areas. They have a big influence in it. So the thought is 2020, the Democrats just got an edge. Even without a candidate name, they have already an edge. Nah. If the three or four states that went Republican in 2016 go back Democrat the Rust Belt areas, it would be an edge. So we'll look at that. I mean, and I'm not trying to push any agenda, in any way, shape, or form. So, it's not my thing. I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. where it's just a, a kiss of death to talk politics. So, it's too close. So, you probably have heard that some Republican staffers in the Trump White House say that they can't get a tender date because <laughs> they're Republicans. Isn't that funny? I don't know. Something strikes me there as kind of like weird Zillow stock plunges 20% as cooling housing market stymies its risky expansion plans. Interesting, right? So what does that tell you about your house? Zillow is one of those sexy companies, sexy, sexy stocks that came out in the housing boom. I've used Zillow. It's kind of a cool, fun thing to do. So their, pl- their stock plunges. They didn't... Uh, I didn't see that one coming, right? A plunge. But it was their earnings that did it. And their earnings tell us that the revenue from realtors are, are struggling. So the company warned that revenue this quarter would fall short of Wall Street expectations, exasperating investor concerns about the prospects of online real estate startups like Zillow and Redfin as the U.S. housing market is starting to slow down. After nearly a decade of recovery and slow growth, the U.S. housing market has been heading into a slowdown in 2018. Not only are mortgage rates rising, but housing prices have been climbing about twice as fast as average incomes. So not only are mortgage rates rising, making the cost of getting a home more expensive, but housing prices have been climbing about twice as fast as income. Sales of new homes, as well as previously owned homes, have been slowing from a year ago. Tax reform enacted late last year has also reduced tax incentives to buy homes. As I put together my taxes for this year, losing California's expensive mortgages and interest that accumulates pretty aggressively. You know, I pay more in interest charges monthly than a lot of people pay in a whole mortgage on the East Coast. It's nuts. What are you, nuts? So Zillow started out as an online real estate listing service, but they've kind of gone into some other business models. They said that they're going to buy and quickly flip homes for resale. What? Zillow's going to buy and flip homes? In August, its stocks plunged on news. It was buying an online mortgage lender. Mortgage lenders of America. Both represent traditionally risky markets that Zillow believed would pay off in the long term. So, if you want to sell your house for peak value, maybe that's a sign. I don't know if you do want to sell your house for peak value because then it brings up the big question of where you going to live. Where's your next home going to be? Is it at peak value? Or are you going to rent and hope and keep your fingers crossed that you know values don't continue to go up? Hey, congratulations. I think this should be noted. U.S. elected a record number of women to the House of Representatives. I, I think that's representative. <laughs> that's nice. At least 95 women were elected to the House by early Wednesday. Um, number of elected exceeds the record of 84 currently in the House. So more than doubling. How cool is that? It's like, I'm gonna, I hate to say it. I think two Muslim women made it in. Um, uh, The governor of Colorado is an openly gay man. It's the 21st century, right? So why not? There's 15 Democratic women running on Senate ballots, along with eight Republicans in five states. Minnesota, Nebraska, New York, Washington, Wisconsin, female candidates challenged some some uh, sitting female senators. Some women governors. Um, Michigan, South Dakota, New Mexico, Kansas, Maine. So now there's nine governors that are women, which, again, they're not just Republicans or Democrats. I just God, it. It feels good to, like, say, 21st century. Cool, in my opinion. Which is a very good thing, which is a very, very good thing. Of course, both Republicans and Democrats are saying that they won the elections. Of course. Why wouldn't they? Right. Elsewhere out there, Harley-Davidson has unveiled a production-ready electric bike. Oh, are you telling me? Harley-Davidson, the maker of the hog, rum, 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 has now got an electric vehicle, which sounds like this. That's the new Harley-Davidson motorcycle. It's not going to scare children when it drives by your car anymore. When the kids are in the car seat in the back, and a Harley pulls alongside your car in slow traffic, rum, 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 your kid lets out a little pee in his diaper a 12 volt lithium-ion battery powers the controls instruments displays lights and horn i don't know how you feel about this i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more find me online at rob black show don't forget big seminar coming up a couple weeks uh the 17th of november in san jose sign up at robblackshow.com want the podcast with music Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I don't think I'm going to make this a show centric to propositions or anything like that. It just it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't do politics well. I will say Proposition 8, which was tied towards, it was a measure sought to cap how much profit healthcare providers can make, especially in the world of dialysis, the Fair Pricing for Dialysis Act. I had a friend last year who died from, uh, I'm not going to say from dialysis issues, but his kidneys were bad. And he went many, many times to the, Dialysis clinics on and off In the last five years of his life I don't know much about it I'll be honest with you I know a little bit more about cancer and chemotherapy And situations like that Don't know much about dialysis And DaVita has never interested me They spent a ton of money Ton of money And uh, It's a stock that you should possibly look at Do you know why? Because America's Americans are getting Fatter and fatter and fatter we're big Oompa Loompas. Our cars have to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And because of that, we're going to spend more on keeping our kidneys functioning as best as possible, and more on dialysis. So, California voters said no to Proposition Eight, the Fair Pricing Act the ballot initiative campaign, with the highest price tag in California's 2018 midterm elections. The measure sought to cap how much profit healthcare providers can make from the kidney procedure. Did I say kidneys? Or did I say? Did I say liver? I think I said kidneys. Um anyway, again, it again uh, dialysis, kidney dialysis. How long do you want to, you know, stay alive? But devita Frisnius and uh US Renal Care spent some ninety nine million dollars to fight the proposition while supporters led the service employees, international union united healthcare workers contributed in support of the measure. Dialysis is a procedure ultimately that if you're Kidneys don't function; they don't purify your blood. You get waste products in your body. Blah. No good. No bueno. Eighty thousand people in California receive dialysis at the state's five hundred eighty-eight clinics each month. So you're seeing the stocks of dialysis companies explode to the higher side today. Ninety percent of dialysis patients pay for the procedure with Medicare or Medi-Cal, and the complication rate is relatively high. 4,400 dialysis patients have died from infections in California during the past five years. And the State Department of Public Health documented 1,400 deficiencies in dialysis clinics last year alone. A lot going on there, right? You as an investor have the ability to pick stocks, right? And do you want to go after healthcare? Healthcare has been a pretty good sector. It's been a pretty good sector. Or do you want to go after something else? Do you want to go after things that... Like, you can clearly tell I don't know much about dialysis, right? I can read a financial statement. So I'll take a look at those companies. I'll see if I like what I'm seeing. And, but then I'm going to have to get the annual report and go, what do you mean? There's been 4,400 clinics having you know problems. And then I start going into, well, it's tied towards Medicaid and Medi-Cal, government programs. And these guys are making big profits off these government programs. Do I ever see healthcare reform cutting these guys out? I don't know. It's tough, right? Hey, old person who's getting dialysis, we're going to cap how much you can spend on dialysis. Well, I'm not going to vote for you. Hey, old person, I want you to vote for me so you can spend whatever you want. That's the message I tend to hear. And again, I love old people. They're so cute, the way they chew with their mouth open. You're darn tootin'. Or Donald Trump's denture slip and he says, United States of America. The United States. Clean your teeth, people. Clean your teeth. If I can give you one piece of financial advice, floss twice a day. And you have to pull it against the tooth. You can't just poke it up there and pull it down. Can't just do that. Tooth repair and tooth maintenance is expensive, and guess what? It's not a proposition we're voting for for free uh, tooth care. I love my dentist, by the way. I just want to throw that out there for you. Good man, good man. Heldon Lau, San Carlos, California. Free shout out for them, right? Love my dentist. So, what else do we have today as far as big stories? Um, Markets higher. Did you see that coming, or did you think there would be a sell off with gridlock? The Republican agenda, the tax cuts, probably not going to be extended, right? So back to higher tax rates in the future. Um, San Francisco homeless tax that pitted tech billionaires against each other passes. Mortgage applications dropped a four-year low as interest rates hit an eight-year high. Oy. Facebook says Russian trolls attempted to influence elections in the final days of the midterms. There's, you know, a funny word for me, a troll. I, I don't know why. I don't like the word Bully but I love the word troll. (laughs) Apple is preparing for a $7 billion court battle with Qualcomm, not in settlement talks. Man. He said, she said kind of thing, right? Apple sued Qualcomm in federal court in San Diego, alleging that the chip company's practice of taking a cut of selling price of phones as a patent license fee was illegal. Qualcomm denies the claims and alleges that Apple owes them $7 million. Qualcomm CEO... Has said the company expects an out-of-court settlement. Apple saying now, nah. now. Nah. It's one of my favorite words, by the way. I don't just like saying no; I like going no. Nah. I don't know why it's the emphasis on the O works for me. No, yeah, I don't like that one. That's not no. Nah. Anyway, um, I'm totally digressing. So the San Francisco no. homeless God, tax, please, no, no, no. California clearly has, or San Francisco clearly has a homeless issue. Um, I highly suggest when walking San Francisco. Okay, here's two tips. In walking New York, don't look up at the tall buildings. That's how con men and and burglars, not burglars, people who rob you, what do they call pickpockets? They know you're a tourist if you're looking at the tall buildings in New York. New York City! So the people who live in New York, they look straight ahead and they get to work as fast as they can. The people who visit New York look at the tall buildings and go, wow, look at that tall building. It's up in clouds. So in San Francisco, look down, watch your feet, because you might step in human feces. So San Francisco's Proposition C, which will tax the city's biggest businesses to raise funds to combat homelessness, it passed. It passed. Now, the big question is, this was kind of interesting to me, Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff has said he was a proponent, so he's happy, but Jack Dorsey, Michael Moritz, Mark Pincus are speaking out against it mm. and didn't like it. The mayor didn't necessarily think it was the best idea. The question that I have is, will the tech companies leave San Francisco and go to San Mateo or Marin? Somewhere that might be, I mean, again, young people like living in San Francisco, and young people are good employees. Sometimes they're the brightest people out there, right? They power tech companies. The Proposition C is going to increase gross receipts taxes for companies with more than $50 million in annual revenue by an average one-half of 1%, generating up to $300 million a year in new funds for shelters and mental health services. I mean, God, shh, I, I, how do I say this without sounding crass? I was driving into work today, going right by AT&T Park. Of course I saw homeless people. And uh, one of them was cracking open a beer. I'm like, it's kind of sad. A lot of what I do is, is, is based in empathy. And what I mean by that is I want you to have a good retirement. So I don't want you to spend on credit cards at Christmas and pay them off in November of next year. I don't want that. But at the same time, like with homelessness... I look at that and I go, wow, that life didn't turn out the way he wanted it to when he was six, seven, eight years old, right? When you're six, seven, eight years old, you're like, I want to own a horse one day and get married. You're like, who wants to own a horse? But it, you have these big dreams, right? Same thing for with retirement. When you're 30 and 40, you're like, well, I hope in retirement, I could be the coolest granddad ever. I'm going to put a $5 bill in both hands and I'm going to tell my grandchild to pick a hand and the kid wins no matter what, right? Or put a Snickers bar in both hands. The kid picks. So you had this dream of where you're going to be in retirement. And you had a dream of where you're going to be in life. And I tend to find that the distance between what you dream of and expect versus what you get is painful. It's the most painful thing in the world. And that's just a powerful statement by me. The distance between what you expect and what you get is painful. And that's where I get empathy for you. And that's why I want you to have a good retirement. So Prop 8, the question for me, or Prop C, Prop 8, obviously healthcare companies are exploding on the upside that do dialysis. Proposition C, the question for me that comes out of this, and this is how I work. Will Twitter or Square or Zynga, you know, the makers of Farmville and other fun games, will they leave the city because they don't want to pay an extra one-half of 1% tax? Will investors flee the stocks? Because there's an extra cost to doing business. 7,000 people experience homelessness in San Francisco. The median house price is $1.6 million. A one-bedroom apartment for rent is $3,300. How does this all end? What did we expect and what do we get? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial stocks are higher because midterm elections didn't surprise. Marijuana stocks are the election's biggest winners. There's some healthcare companies tied towards dialysis in California that are huge winners like DeVita. Defense funding outlook is still strong, so defense stocks are not going to get beat up too much. 5G could be the medicine that tech stocks need right now. Tech stocks are struggling. But we know there's going to be a rollout of 5G. And in fact, we saw yesterday the Verizon said, you know, we're going to make our uh, basically 4G, the LTE technology that they're using. We're going to make it a little bit faster before we even get to 4G, 5G. Interesting, right? Volkswagen, a stock that was kind of left for dead. German company. I'm from Germany. Get in the chopper. I know Schwarzenegger's not from Germany. But the shares is the world's largest car maker. They've got things like Porsche and Audi, Bentley, Lamborghini. Starting to look interesting. They're looking for value. It's what makes a car A Volkswagen. So was a made up word, and I'm still bitter about that. The French are still bitter with the Germans for that whole WW two thing. Unless you were a freedom fighter. Remember, how, remember what our government wanted to name, French fries, Freedom Fries? What's wrong with Americans? Oh, that's all I got. Weight Watcher CEO, Minnie Grossman, buys stock after earnings shock. Stock was pounded after a mixed earnings report. Americans don't want to use the word fat. We don't want to use the word diet anymore. Diet's got the word dye in it, D-I-E. Right? Amazon looks like they're going to do two headquarters, one in New York and one in Washington, D.C. The New York one could create a lot of problems for the city, bringing in you know thousands of employees. New York City! Crystal City is the location in Virginia that, if you own a home in Crystal City, it just went up in value. Because a lot of homes, a lot of employees are going to be working there. People have, when people have jobs, they tend to buy homes. When people buy homes, they tend to create competition for said home. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I have a question for you. If you were on a mountain, you're like going on a mountain hike, and you get to the point in the, the hike where the guide says, okay, we got to cross this bridge, and you're a 1,000 feet in the air, and it's a little rope bridge with wood planks under it. Would you cross it? I'll tell you I want it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going back down. Hey, sugar booger, you go on without me. I'm heading I'm back to the hotel. I ain't crossing that. So anyway, I know you're saying, where's this going, Rob? It's all about risk. Where is your level of risk? Low volatility stocks cut down on risk, but cut down on reward. Companies like Coca-Cola did really well in the month of October when everyone else was struggling. You get the idea, right? I mentioned yesterday on air, on television, that a million dollars should get you forty dollars to $60,000 a year in income and retirement. And someone emailed me. Her name is Doris. You know she's old with a name like Doris. One day people are going to say, you know he's old with a name like Robert, because people don't name their kids Doris or Robert anymore, right? So she goes, I watched you on Cron Forum. I'd like to know how to get rid of time, uh, timeshare. After five years ago, my sister gave me her timeshare that was paid off. I took over paying the maintenance fees. I enjoyed the timeshare until they were purchased by Diamond Resorts. Due to my health, I haven't used it. Do you have any suggestions? There's a commercial on the station about some lawyer who took on the big timeshare companies and won. I hate timeshares. I hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. How do I feel about them? Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel about them. Oh. So low volatility. Style. Okay, so Doris asked me also. She goes, you mentioned a million dollars. She to 60000 and she's only getting 10000 And she further said in her email that, you know, her friends and family have told her to be conservative with her million dollars. So if she had put it with something, and again, this is just a hypothetical, please, at no point do I want you to go and do this. At some point in time, you have to, how shall we say, expose yourself to some risk, right? And what's notable about that is there's companies like, AT&T. What do you think about AT&T? Do you think it's going to be a company that's around in 10, 15, 20 years? You know, at one point in time, it was a big international, a big national company that did local service, and long-distance service, and they had kind of a monopoly. Um, it's got a big, fat dividend. It's got great cash flow. So does Verizon, but Verizon's, like, a little more aggressive with TV. AT&T's gotten a little bit more aggressive. I, that should be noted. That should be noted. Um. But with a 6.55% dividend yield, for now, she, should, she could be making $65,500, not 10000 Is that a big difference? Yes. The fear is, is that at some point in time, we stop using telecommunication services. Or they get so competitive with one another that they start buying each other so they don't have to lower prices, or they lower prices, but they get more volume. So there's some risk. Doris wanted a high return, but with no risk. So if you decide that AT&T is too risky for you, maybe go with something like an a uh, Coca-Cola that pays 3.25% dividend. And it has a history of raising their dividend. So she could be making $32,500 instead of $10,000. But do you see it as a bridge with wood planks under it? Or do you see it as your retirement? Learn more about retirement and income planning. at a seminar coming up. Saturday, the 17th of November in San Jose at the Rotary Center. Learn more about maxing out more than your 401k so you have a bigger NASDAQ. Two events in San Jose at the Rotary Center coming up November 17th of Saturday. Get in free with Code Radio 25. Sign up at com.